are tuning into the box office boys. Tell your papa. Burgerheads, welcome back to the box office boys. This week, we're doing something a little bit differently. Uh, we, we we got no movie. M- movie machine broke. <laughs> the movie machine's broken. The Bo movie machine's broken. You have just tuned into the box office boys back to school special, where we don't talk about school. Probably, <laughs> we're just we just don't have time to watch a movie because we are going back to school. Whoa! But once school starts. Don't worry, school's for chumps. You yeah, we'll, we'll be, you know, fucks. We'll be skipping class just to bring you guys <laughs> fresh new <laughs> box office boy episodes. St- piping hot, steaming, <laughs> steaming hot, steaming hot, right off the press. <laughs> Intro to deductive logic. Nah, we're watching <laughs> the Smosh movie. <laughs> but yeah, in all seriousness. uh Tony will be heading back to Montreal, and I'll be heading over to London, Ontario, not the not the cool one. So, um, you know, this is just one one little short short chat, just to you know, just to keep you burger heads satiated, <laughs> just to keep you <laughs> just to keep your mouths watering for some more burgers. <laughs> so. Pretty much, we're going to be talking about whatever we feel like this episode. Yeah. And so, how have you been, Victor? I've been all right. Like, you know, uh, something something happened last week that uh, I, I wrote down here, um, just so I didn't forget that I want to talk about it. I wrote down Asian racist thing at work. Oh, let's hear about that. Well, it's not... And, and just <laughs> just to protect myself... I love my workplace. I think my I, I'm very fortunate to to have had a job there, and th- there's no ill intent to to anyone there. Obviously, right. this is more just like a person at work. Yeah, <laughs> and it's not that bad to the person at work. But um, uh, I'll change the names for the sake of privacy. Um, so at our office, the they were doing some rearranging, especially since now a lot of the summer students are being phased out. So they want to bring in a lot more people. And a lot of our desks were empty. So they, they were trying to move everyone around and, you know, organize us based on our tasks and uh, what our jobs are there. So a lot of people were were in, in my aisle, um, we weren't even being like relocated. We were just had to move two desks down or something, or just move our computer over, or share a desk with someone. Right, right. Not that big of a deal. Um, so a couple desks away from me, uh, we'll just call him Jonathan. Jonathan. So Jonathan, uh, he's a middle-aged Chinese man uh, who is also uh, his surname is Zhang as is mine you know so he's your father 
Well, see, here's where I'm getting at, right? Okay. <laughs> <laughs> getting a bit of it. Am I getting ahead of you? Getting, getting ahead of yourself here. <laughs> Wait, am I the racist? <laughs> Did you just bait me into? <laughs> yeah. See, this is this was actually a, a Tony Wang hit piece, but no. So the the person doing a lot of the the floor planning, uh-huh. she comes to me and asks me because I'm not gonna be working there past this week. She asked me, so you're you're not gonna uh you're not gonna be working here after next week, right? And I'm like, no. And she's like, all right, so maybe maybe we won't move you, but um I don't know. I, I guess just so it's not that big of a deal when someone else comes in because someone else is assigned to where you are right now. So you may have to move over a couple desks down to uh, you know, uh, where your father is sitting down there. <laughs> <laughs> And I look her straight in the eyes. I look her dead straight in the eyes and go, that's not my father. <laughs> and she, like, I, okay, you know, I guess, like, maybe if you, if you don't know a lot of Chinese people, it's an easy assumption, right? Yeah. Like Andy shares a last name with me, and I remember in the couple classes, we were been we have been in there were people like so uh can you give this to your brother over there and i'm like well because no. because usually with um with the whites uh you know yeah with those there's usually two criteria for making the assumption because because usually they'll they'll still ask you like hey is this your brother or is this your dad <laughs> um but there's usually two criteria and if those criteria are met they can safely assume that you are siblings Right, and those two criteria are: do they have the last name? Check. Do they look the same? Check. Now, with <laughs> with, with other folks, maybe the do they look the same part is not so easily checked, and so then they're like, "Oh, are you guys siblings?" But, but with the Asians, <laughs> with, with our people, oftentimes they get to that box and they're like, "Oh, and they look the same." Well, probably, too. probably, they probably look. <laughs> You know what I mean? Yeah, I get it. And that's where, like, the, the slightly racist part of that. Yeah, it's just mildly racist. Yeah, Nothing and to... there was obviously no ill intent. I'm sure she just wanted to to be, like, casual. Yeah. And I, I, was, I was like, no, it's not my father. And then uh, she's like, oh, uh, uh, related in any way? I'm like, no. We're Is both it... Chinese. We're, yeah, we're both Chinese. You related to Margaret over there? <laughs> Oh, and speaking of Andy, uh, he couldn't be on this show. Yeah. Uh, in fact, he hasn't responded to our emails in probably two weeks now. Nah. Yeah. He's he's a MIA right now. I'm not sure what's up with him. I remember um, with Andy, we'd always we we pulled a prank on everyone for the longest time. Obviously, I I mean, I. <laughs> I, I don't remember if you were in on it or not. You pro- I, I yeah. mean, even if I wasn't in on it, I don't think you would have exactly. got, got it past me. I've known Andy for like... You've known Andy for too long. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> so like, I don't know, for, for the longest time. It was at and, the start of high school, right? Yeah, because... Yeah. And it was the same predicament when he when the music teacher uh, told me to pass like, these sheets over to my brother. And I'm like, that's, that's not my brother. He was like, oh, okay. And he didn't ask further. And... Keep in mind, this is high school. I haven't made a lot of friends yet. Fresh faced, you know. Yeah. Scary new environment. Yeah, this is like the first day, and I'm I go up to him. I'm just like, "Yo, want to pretend we're cousins?" 
and that's how we became friends. That's so funny. I wait, you met in high school? Yeah. I didn't know. I only, you know what? I remember I recognized both you and Andy upon meeting you guys formally uh-huh. because you and him were like the troublemakers in fucking Chinese school. <laughs> so <And> just <laughs> I remember your faces. I remembered your faces. We we were the big boys on campus. The, you guys were scary to me. Really? Um, well, no, I saw you. <laughs> no, but I saw you guys. There's I'm no like, way you were scary. You, you weren't scary, but <laughs> you you. I looked at you guys. I'm like, man, those are the cool kids. Oh my goodness, how flattering! So, for those of you who don't know, a Chinese school is a thing where you know Asian youth will be sent. That's just the furnace room, dude. Oh, I thought it was the computer. <laughs> my my computer's sputtering. <laughs> it's fine, dude. The door's open over there. Wait, is that the computer? It's not the computer, okay. dude. It <laughs> scared the shit out of me. <laughs> it's like sparks are coming out. Um, Chinese school is a thing where Asian youths... Um, like in, in Canada or America, I suppose. I don't... Um, the, their parents will send them once a week, like a Friday night or a Saturday morning, to a school where they learn Chinese language and some Chinese culture. It's just to keep your heritage and yeah. to not, you know, forget your culture and language and traditions and where you came from. So when I was younger, and this is how I met Andy, you know, we've known each other for well over a decade now. When we met in Chinese school... Uh, I would go every Friday, um, Friday night, Friday night, right in the evening, and I'd go like during the days in the summer. Um, but Andy and I, it was so weird looking back because we were the we were just fucking little shitheads, you know. We 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 were troublemakers. We weren't good kids, but at the same time, all of the teachers loved us. Yeah, and I don't understand why. Well, but see, that's what made you the cool kids. You remember in like high school. There were always those kids that are just like, they're shitheads, but then the teacher loves them. Yeah, you know, it's just my small round... You guys were those fucking kids. <laughs> my, my, my small round Asian boy charm. I was just, like, looking back at pictures of Andy and I, we were, our faces, our heads were perfectly round. We were just like these tiny, <laughs> like, adorable little kids. Uh, but, like, just as an example of my tomfoolery, um, there was a test in Chinese school. I, it was probably like a, a writing test or something like that. And the teacher walked out in the middle of the test and I took my, I stood up, I took my test, I hid it behind a poster on the wall. Like I slid it behind the poster and sat back down. And when the teacher came back, I said, I lost my test. <laughs> <laughs> I'm like, I don't know what happened. I lost it. It was, it was here one second, and then it's gone the next. Gone I don't know what happened. I guess I can't write it. <laughs> what happened after that? She's like, what, what, okay, what do you expect as a kid for that to happen after that? You're just like, well, well, I guess I guess you don't have to write it anymore. I, I guess you're free to go. I honestly don't remember if I, if I finished writing the test or not. Because I, mean, <laughs> I was at a point where I didn't study. I couldn't have done it if I, like whether I pretended to lose it or if I 
just scribbled all over. Like either way, I would have gotten like a zero. Yeah. So I, I forget what happened after that. But yeah, that's that's Chinese school in a nutshell. Mm-hmm. How long did you do Chinese school? God, my my memory is not very good. But I did Chinese school from like grade one, probably up until grade five or six. Okay. Maybe grade five. Yeah. That's a decent amount yeah. of time. I, I might have started earlier, like maybe maybe in kindergarten. Mm-hmm. I had two stints with it, and both times I dropped because I was so anxious about not making any friends. Uh-huh. So, like, the first time was when I was, like, five. Yeah. And, like, um, I don't know. I just wasn't, wasn't into it. Yeah. And then it was weird the second time it came around because I was, like, 10. Yeah. But... Because I didn't know fucking Chinese, I was put in the class with the the six year olds. Oh no, that's tragic. It was a very strange time. I, you know what? I've actually never thought about this until you've brought it up now, talking about your anxiety with making friends. It's weird. When I was younger, I felt pretty comfortable in Chinese school, more comfortable than I think I did in normal school. Probably, and this is getting, we're getting a little, a little heavy here, uh, burger heads, <laughs> the box office boys, listeners out there, that's going to get a little heavy, but, um, and it was for like, it was like an identity thing. Mm-hmm. Like I didn't feel like I fit in because I was Asian. Like I didn't have that many Asian people at my school. And so, and this isn't to say that as a kid, I was like had no friends and I was beat up every day. It wasn't that bad. I had friends, you know, and and I I was fine in school. I wasn't like the most popular kid, but I was fine. But in Chinese school for some reason and I haven't really thought about it until now and I think it's because <laughs> everyone looked like me. Yeah. And um it's kind of eye-opening for me too because it's like wow, this is what white people feel like <laughs> they the look around and everyone looks like them yeah how how nice is that um but yeah just thinking back it's kind of weird i guess like i had anxiety about other things definitely like one of them was um swimming class like i i would wake up in the morning and my parents would be like all right time to go to swimming class and i would like start crying and be like no you don't don't take me there and it's because like no one talked to me. Like, I didn't feel like anyone liked me. And also, I wasn't the greatest swimmer. <laughs> so, yeah, you know, like, just the cherry on top. It's yeah, like, yeah. I wasn't a good swimmer. So that was really awful for me. And and growing up, sports were a thing that I enjoyed, but I, I kept really being anxious about because, yeah. like, I would be on the soccer team. And then, like, again, even at school, there are, like, you know, maybe not. There's, there's like one or two other Asian kids. Maybe there's like an, like a brown kid floating around there. Um, but on the soccer team, I remember floating around. <laughs> and and those were the people that you know I was friends with. With <laughs> I didn't discriminate based on race. I had friends of all ethnicities. But going to like soccer, like soccer practice and stuff, I distinctly remember always being the only Asian kid 
or like there was it was either that or there was like one other Asian kid and he was cool. Yeah. You know, he was like a cool yeah, Asian yeah. kid and he would fucking kick me in the ass. Um, <laughs> but mostly I was the only Asian kid and it was just a bunch of white kids and then I always felt like uh, really picked on and stuff. And so sports was a very difficult thing for me at that age. Yeah. I mean, I don't know. Like, I feel like, and I guess, yeah, you, you say you hear me mention it a lot but it's because it's anxiety with meeting people is still like something i'm trying to figure out because yeah i did have that kind of situation too where i was in younger i was like wow i'm in a school where like i was like the only chinese kid no one looks like me but even in chinese school i felt out of place you know yeah and that's how I felt like whenever I went to summer camp, whenever I did this or that. And it's it's really rare that I feel like I find the right group of people. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I guess like when it comes to like music, musicians and people doing music and everyone having the same goal, like that's definitely a crowd I've I connect with the most. Yeah, you know, and. It took me a long time to find that because I was just like, it's it's hard because you're just in your bedroom just practicing. It's like mm-hmm. you're not going to meet anyone doing that, you know? If any of you listeners out there are feeling lonely or feel like, <laughs> feel like you don't belong, honestly, I think you'll be very, very hard-pressed to find any human being on this planet who doesn't belong somewhere. Yeah. You know? It might take some time. It might take years. You might be in, in your 20s by the time you find some. But that doesn't mean you won't find that group of people or that person that you connect with and that you feel, you know, a kinship with. Yeah, definitely. It's... For some people, it, it just takes a lot longer than others. And I speak from that experience, too. I mean, that that's like... I see... I mean, we were driving over to this... Uh, the, the box office boys b studio yeah this is our alternate studio the first yeah. one's under construction so I, I don't know that this mic might have some might might have some little pops in there but tony has the good mic so the the sound quality might be a bit better on this one my voice is gonna be smooth and buttery and i'm jealous and you guys can <laughs> I'll, I'll enjoy my high quality voice but on the way here um we're we live next to a, a university we're we're kind of in the university area yeah and um we we saw like this massive group of kids in the midst of their like frosh week activities yeah and i just found we were talking about this on the way here like frosh week is such an interesting time because you don't know anyone and you you want to be a part of this like these festivities when really it's just it feels like a fucking summer camp it it really is fucking summer camp the first week or two of university for me felt like fucking summer camp except you're allowed to drink exactly i mean we weren't even oh wait yeah that's yeah you you're in montreal so you were able to drink right but like i was still i i hadn't turned 19 yet right oh that's so funny i keep forgetting that because in ontario the the drinking age is 19 um, it's 18 in Quebec. So yes. by the time most people go to university in Quebec, they're legal. Uh, whereas no one is 
legal uh, in uh, in Ontario when they start. Yeah, I mean, I guess uh, unless they start unless you're, late, you're held back or. <laughs> Not yeah, yeah, back. like, like, but like, yeah, you start held back. <laughs> you start failed kindergarten <laughs> twice. No, no, yeah. If if you took a gap year and stuff, obviously that's the exception. But um, but I guess your 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 activities included drinking. Yeah, we had a wet frosh. Like yeah. our our frosh activities had drinking hardwired into it. Yeah, ours um, were. There was a dry f- frosh if you wanted. Yeah, ours was lame as fuck. <laughs> Alcohol is the only way to have fun. <laughs> no. We don't endorse that message. Uh, you can you can be sober and have a real good time, yeah. kids. Don't feel don't ever feel pressured into drinking. Alcohol is just uh, dolphin tears. That's yeah. how they make it. Yeah, they punch dolphins in the balls. It's Do fish have balls? Probably. They punch dolphins in the balls yeah, until they... they cry, and that's how you get booze. So if you drink alcohol, you're supporting SeaWorld. Hitler. They make it at SeaWorld. Yep, that dolphin tank <laughs> is not is not water. That's all. It's all their tears. It's all fresh brews. <laughs> they, they, they gently place a dolphin into a dry tank. Yeah. And over the course of the next few weeks, they beat the tears out of it. They, they just keep, they have machines that keep punching the ball. Like, the balls of the. And, and then it just, <laughs> and then the next, next thing you know it, you got, you got fresh brew waiting for you. And then all the college kids. Are and then you got a cold one right there waiting ready to crack open. Listen, we don't endorse um, <laughs> we don't endorse uh, animal abuse. If you hurt an animal, you're a horrible person. Yeah, fuck Sea World. Fuck Sea World. No, don't call the uh, don't call Pete on us. That was clearly a yeah. joke. Yeah, it's... but that is how alcohol is made. Yeah. So, back to Frosh. <laughs> <laughs> um. <laughs> But yeah, it's just such an awkward thing because you 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 and I look back on Frosh now, and like I'm sure you remember me coming out of Frosh. I do, yeah. And like I was still kind of like you're still kind of high off of it, right? But then like a month later, you're like, "What just happened? What? Where am I?" You're like, "Oh, oh, well, what happened? <laughs> I can't remember the past two months." I think it's like as as generic as it sounds, it really is just like reality kind of hitting you in the face yeah because like oh i have a midterm next week exactly i think midterms is when it really kicks yeah. in Be- and then you realize like oh that's it's not just it's not just rainbows and and fucking dolphin tears <laughs> frosh is ridiculous man i remember and again because we had a wet frosh like every other event was a drinking event and no one forced you to drink obviously they're they're very good about like not pressuring you to do but you kind of pressure yourself. Yeah. You know, all the frost leaders are like, you don't have to drink. Like there's nothing wrong with not drinking. And, and at least in my frost group, no one was an asshole. Like no one's pressuring me to drink. But at the same time, I feel like everyone feels like they have to drink. Exactly. They're pressuring themselves into it. But I mean, it was a week of drinking. Like I remember one of the earliest pre's we had was like 7am. We woke up, <laughs> headed over to a frost, <laughs> frost leaders apartment. Some of us had like coffee in our hands. And we were already like, oh, yeah, <laughs> shots, shots, shots. And um, I think I, I sort of took a step back. I had like an out-of-body experience, you know, my soul lifted out of my body and I, I, I gazed upon myself. I realized something was wrong. And the moment that I realized something was wrong was when I took a sip of this mixed drink and it was like 
50% vodka, 50% orange. It was like all vodka pretty much. Yeah. Like it was a lot of fucking vodka and there was or- some orange juice in it. And I took a sip and I just tasted orange juice. Like, <laughs> like my alcohol tolerance had you, peaked and my taste buds had like singed off. Yeah. You get to that point where it's just like suddenly everything is like just goes down and mm-hmm. it doesn't even feel like alcohol anymore. Yeah. And I think, yeah, when you get to that kind of, like, level, you're just like, what the fuck am I, what, what is this? Oh, man. Yeah, so, I, I don't, I, I guess I've never understood when, you know, I, I think it's, it's always a good time. Yeah, for when, sure. And when you have, like, a lot of people and everyone's drinking or. It's the only time that could happen, though, because the people around you have to also be participating in it. You have to be fully immersed in the context of Frosh because as soon as you step out, you're like, what the fuck is happening? Exactly. You have to be right in it. Everyone around you has to be doing stuff that's equally as ridiculous as you because from an outsider, that shit's bonkers. Yeah. Like you have to be in Frosh to be in Frosh. Mm-hmm. I don't, I can't recall too many, I, I guess because we didn't, have any crazy drinking events at our frosh i I can't recall any moment like that but i do recall um i was with someone i met at at frosh and um i forget like i think we just went to a party or something Uh or some kind of kegger and we just drank a lot What's the statute of limitations for underage drinking? I'm sure it's fine. Anyways, continue. Um, So, yeah, we stumbled over to uh, uh, one of the... Our universities always have these, like... It's not that cool. Like, I think that it's so hyped up, like, these headphone dance parties. Like silent raves, I've heard them. Silent raves, Yeah. yeah, yeah. Where everyone has headphones and they're all hearing the same music. But you take off the headphones and you just hear footsteps. Yeah, and it's just silent. But the thing is, it's like, what's the point? It's just funny for anyone on the outside. But there's not a lot of people watching. Yeah. So you may as well just have a regular, like, rave or whatever, you uh-huh. know? But anyways, we stumbled into one of those. Obviously, we didn't put on headphones. We're just, like, talking to some of the, the reps. And I remember being very social. And we talked to some of the reps there. Yeah, I think like, the only thing that I would like about the silent raves is that I could talk to people. Yeah. <laughs> like, yeah. that's, like, the one uh, benefit. But, yeah, continue. Well, my, my point with this is that, like, I, I talked to some of the reps. I, I felt like uh, we really hit it off or whatever. I, mm-hmm. I Like, one of them, like, we were talking about music and stuff, and he showed us his SoundCloud and stuff. <laughs> and then a week later, I'm sitting in the you know, one of the, uh, an area in the student center downloading Microsoft Office. (laughs) And then a large man comes up to me and goes, hey man, how's it going? And I'm like, do I know you? And he's like, you remember at that, uh, that, uh, you know, Frost Week, we, I showed you my SoundCloud. Please respond. Yeah, when 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 you said either something about SoundCloud or like the the sign, I was like, "Oh fuck, oh yeah, man." But it's like that's already too late. Yeah, you know. Yeah. So 
I think it was that was the moment where I was just like, man, that week is meaningless. Absolutely. You know? I know people who have made friends from Frosh. And to those people, I say, good for you. There's nothing wrong with that, oh, obviously. Yeah, but for sure. I, 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 I can't see. <sighs> I can't see how that really happens. Yeah. Like, um, like at most, I, like there's people who, whose existence I was made aware of during Frosh, who I then became friends with. Right. But I can't see becoming friends with someone during Frosh. Exactly. Because it's so ephemeral to me. It's like once that week's over, it's over. Mm-hmm. Um, but again, like maybe the connection like maybe oh i remember seeing that guy and then we become friends later but never like oh we we became friends during frosh it was great and now he's i don't know best man at my wedding like i i can't (laughs) see that happening because i think everyone's so like it seems like everyone's goal there is to try to meet like the maximum number of people they mm-hmm. can. Like, it's such a socially exhausting thing during Frosh Week because, yeah, that all on, all that's on your mind is, for some reason, it's like, it doesn't matter, like, furthering any of these relationships. No, it's just I touching just, as many lives as possible yeah. just to just to spread your, spread your wings. It's wacky networking. <laughs> that's all it is. Yeah. It's just... It's, a, it's just chaotic, <laughs> like, meaningless networking. Exactly. Oh, so this is a question that I've actually have been meaning to ask you. How is um how does dry frosh work? Cause I'll be honest, I, I, I can't see myself getting through frosh without a couple of drinks. So and I'm sure you guys drank, but it just wasn't officially allowed. Right. So how did that work? Like did you go through the day sober? Yeah. See, that's the thing, right? <laughs> yeah, like, that's weird to me. Well, as as much as I keep saying it's a summer camp. Oh wait, let me just. That's fine if you go through the day sober, kids. <laughs> I'm not trying to imply that you have to drink to have fun. I want to send out positive messages on this podcast. I don't. I don't want to shame anyone for being sober. Being sober is way cooler than being drunk. Uh, uh, stay in school. Love your parents. Eat your vegetables. Um, anyways, continue. <laughs> I, I, I'm just saying, frosh is whack. So I would like a drink well, or two. Yeah, it's even more whack when when it's just like. It just feels like a summer camp. Mm-hmm. Like they're they're you're like doing parades through the campus and stuff and you're like you're you're playing like team building games. Yeah. And like looking back, I'm like this is terrible. Mm-hmm. Like this takes me back to the summer camps that I cried about <laughs> when I was a kid. Oh no, yeah, yeah. But like I guess I was fine with it because what I what I hated when I was a kid was that anxiety of meeting people. And for some reason, that doesn't exist in Frosh Week where you're just like, I have to. Yeah. But I still didn't, like, make any meaningful relationships. I think even... I'm sure there were some people who were anxious during Frosh, and it's understandable. But I think for a lot of people, the anxiety's gone because everyone's on the same um, level, sort of. Yeah. You go to high school and immediately you're at an advantage or a disadvantage because for most people, you're with the same somewhat group of people from elementary school to middle school to high school. Um, You know, most areas I imagine have a couple different elementary schools, a couple different middle schools or a few different middle schools and then several high schools. But it's still 
by and large the same lumps of people and yeah. so when you go into high school it's not really a fresh start like some people already have tons of friends exactly. the popular kids are popular the kids who don't have that many friends might still struggle with the university you know it's like maybe you'll bump into someone who's like hey I, you remember me from elementary school or like oh we met at this thing once um or like oh i saw you at like a sport sporting competition or whatever like i know you from track other than that everyone's kind of on the same page right the popular kids maybe will become popular in a matter of months but for now aren't popular yet you know in mm -hmm. frosh and the kids who maybe don't have as many friends that's that's more of a legitimate fresh start um you know it's it's never fully a fresh start but much more so than high school yeah high school really isn't in my opinion unless you've moved but i i guess i i i really thought of it as kind of a kind of a fresh start but mm -hmm. like if anything i i was i just set myself up for disappointment right because i expected something more from frosh or from school from i guess both like i guess i expected school to follow through with it too and i guess it was just because it's i was just in the wrong crowd you know mm -hmm. um i th i and i i also think i was like i was kind of faking it yeah you know? i i think like for anyone out there going into this going into this thinking it's a fresh start it's like i think you should put yourself out there but you should also like be smart about like where you're putting that time like where you're deciding to to find those people because you know it could be at like a club that you're not necessary that hasn't crossed your mind because not everyone's going to that club but mm -hmm. if, if that interests you you should go for it yeah and i think you should just be genuine with like who you are because i know i wasn't yeah and i think that was to my detriment i think that's really really good advice and yeah just to add on that point any listeners out there who are i don't know starting university um i'll, I'll tell you this when i started at the beginning of first year i i think like many other people understandably so i put on sort of a mask i put it on uh a facade, right? Like yeah, I wasn't yeah. being myself. And over the course of the year, as I found people I connected with and became closer with, I kind of slowly just became myself again. Yeah. You know, I started out as this fake version of myself and by maybe like the start of second semester or like something like that, I had become myself again. I looked back and I'm like, huh, I feel like normal again. I'm, I'm making the same kind of jokes I did back in high school and yeah okay maybe a little more <laughs> mature <laughs> i i don't know if i just reverted to my high school <laughs> self but yeah, yeah i mean my, my overall demeanor kind of returned to baseline mm -hmm. and so i guess the point i'm trying to make is expect a fresh start in the sense that you're meeting new people and new opportunities are being presented to you but do not expect university to be the place where you escape from yourself because you're never going to escape from yourself. You're always going to be who you are. And the sooner you accept that, the sooner your life is going to be better. Definitely. I think it should be, university should be more of a place to, to really express who you are mm -hmm. rather than conform, 
you know? And I feel like maybe sometimes university doesn't really encourage that a lot, especially sometimes in the social climate we have. But, uh-huh. like, I think you'll definitely get a lot more out of it if you can stay true to yourself. So there we go. We somehow made this into an actual yeah. back-to-school special. It, despite I didn't think that would happen. Why the fuck? <laughs> Why do we talk about movies on this podcast? <laughs> you know what? Well, who knows? Th- this will evolve. If you if you like this episode, um, be sure to send us a message at boboyspodcast at gmail.com. Yeah, um, it's in the description. Let us know if you like this. Um, because we appreciate your support and as always five stars please if 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 you like this if you really like it and a review on itunes that really helps us out yeah um we're still trying to you know we we've done six five actual kind of movie reviews and you know i think we you know it's good but like we're also still trying to figure out like what a good format works Mm -hmm. and what is most entertaining so if you can let us know like this was completely off the cuff you can let us know if you want more episodes like this what types of movies you want to see yeah do you want us do you want us to keep doing shitty movies because we kind of just assumed that shitty movies would be funny but (laughs) but then we did eighth grade last week which for those of you who aren't aware real quick it's in an incredible film yeah Go listen to our review after you've watched the movie. There's It'll probably autoplay right after this one. Yeah, exactly. Just, <laughs> just, just go check it out. Um, but I, I am very impressed at us for somehow making this into a back-to-school special. Yeah. Because we were just talking about some accidental racism at your workplace. And this yeah, somehow, and somehow it segued into a back-to-school special. So sometimes, you know what? Let me just twist that into a message here. See, kids... Life just works out if you let it, if you just give it the chance. You know, Victor and I, we're just being ourselves, and you see... We're just being us. The universe has spoken, and it has, you know, the stars have aligned. Um, Mercury is in retrograde. Um, (laughs) Pluto's in Uranus, and... (laughs) And... uh, Also, let's just, you know, take some time to enjoy my buttery... Uh, delicious voice no you but uh, because this is probably the last good quality sounding podcast you're gonna hear for a long time yeah, for a long time we, i mean because um i'm heading off to the beautiful land of montreal yeah. and you're heading to london ontario <laughs> and <laughs> we'll be we'll still be doing this podcast but we're going to be doing it over like discord or skype or something and so uh yeah. The quality, sound-wise, not content-wise. Yeah, we're we're still we're still uh, we're still pressed to give you the 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 highest quality, the most content, steaming, <laughs> the most steaming hot content. Yeah. Uh, so content-wise, it'll be incredible. It, well, it'll be it's, better. It's only yeah, it's only uphill from here. Uh, sound quality, <laughs> sound quality though might take a dip after this episode. So just take some time. Maybe listen to this one a good three or four times just to yeah, like just, so you just can... to appreciate the good quality of yeah. the sound. Yeah, we we're and so apologies in advance for the lower quality moving forward. But yeah. you know what? Sacrifices have to be made sometimes. For sure, another life lesson. <laughs> this one's all about life lessons. Yeah, we're 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 really going going deep on this box office boys, but. You know, we're, we're going to try to do do this as much as we can. We we both definitely with with post any post secondary gets pretty busy. So, I don't know. We'll we'll make time for it though. We'll 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 be uh 
be giving you the be giving you that good shit. I, I I was looking at our analytics and we have it's not impressive, but it's still a surprising number of listeners. Yeah. And so for those of you listening out there, you guys are great. Yeah. I, I really appreciate I, I think I speak for both of us. We really appreciate you listening 100%. and your continued uh listening ship is it just warms our hearts so yeah we will see you when the next we will see you when the school year kicks off with our shitty mic quality yeah it'll be i mean yeah (laughs) we're sorry we'll we'll try to we'll try to work through it but my apartment's like right by a major street so you're gonna expect some car noise yeah i'm gonna be in a house full of probably musicians so there might be some we're really not selling this yeah um, i'm probably gonna Please keep listening i i honestly might duck into a closet or something to yeah. record this Same so that, here. yeah yeah <laughs> just, just my roommates and your roommates are both like why the fuck are they in a closet yeah and then we're, and you we're just and hear like, going like hey burger heads no, but you just, you just hear, it's like muffled like <laughs> and then they're like they're like, are you, hello, you haven't done your dishes in like a week. Or like, like I, excuse me, I'm talking about the Burgers for Benefits program. Please stop. <laughs> Shuts the door. <laughs> Opens the door again. I, I, I meant Burgers with Benefits. It's, it's a play on oh. Friends with Benefits. <laughs> it's fine. Um, enjoy your back to school shopping. Oh, and by the way. Uh, go to Staples and use the promo code <laughs> Box Office B. That's B O X O F F I C E B. And you'll get nothing. And you'll, and you'll get nothing. See you guys soon. Bye. That was good. <laughs> go to Staples. <laughs> and you'll get nothing. Good luck with back to school shopping.